0: What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Secrets of Senior Care Podcast. I'm your host, Tyler Scott. Um, are you missing out on free money? I sure hope not. Um, uh, many of our loved ones uh, served in our military, and I'm very proud and extremely thankful for those that have served. Um, both my grandfathers, uh, my dad's dad and my mom's stepdad, uh, served the United States military. Uh, we have our freedoms because of those that served. Uh, many of our rights and our liberties are because of them. Uh, many of our military service men and women came back with horrible uh, physical traumas, such as wounds, missing limbs, or mental wounds, now known as PTSD or post-traumatic stress disorder. Um, The care for these individuals, Um, the need can be both strenuous on the veterans, as well as the ones caregiving, uh, both time and money. Um, Here in the US, our government set up a plan back in 1917 uh, to help those that served. These benefits include programs for disability compensation, um, insurance for service personnel and veterans, and vocational rehabilitation uh, for the disabled. Uh, one of the programs is known as Aid in Attendance. Is one of the benefits for the for our veterans. Uh, these benefits are for those veterans as well as their surviving spouse um, who require the regular attendance um, of another person or caregiver um, and at least two or what known as activities of daily living. And activities of daily living are such things such as bathing, dressing, eating, toileting, and transferring. Uh, The benefit is designed to provide financial aid to help offset the cost of long-term care uh, for those that need assistance. Uh, For example, my grandmother um, that I took help take care of um, was eligible and even qualified for these VA or veteran assistance benefits. It took a bit of paperwork a little bit of red tape and hoops to jump through and also a little bit of time. But once she was qualified, um, she was able to pay uh, for the care that was provided for her. Um, but there are a couple a few prerequisites uh, to being able to be qualified. Uh, these prerequisites to qualify are known as the eligibility requirements and as well as that they call it the eligibility periods of war. So under the eligibility, uh, eligibility requirements, the first one is must have served in at least 90 days um, of active duty with at least one uh, day during a war period. Um, and we'll get down to those war periods in just a moment. Uh, the second one is you must have anything other than a dishonorable discharge. Um, for a surviving spouse, uh, must have been married to the veteran at the time of his passing. Um, so like if he got divorced and he was still living on, that doesn't count. Um, they must be, required uh, require the assistance of another person to perform some of the activities of daily living. As we mentioned, it needs at least two. Um, I would suggest to try to mark down as many as you can when talking to them. Uh, they must, uh, meet income and countable assets criteria estabil- established by the veteran assistance and you must be at least 65 years old or older, or as they stay determine totally disabled. And as far as the eligible periods of war, it um, starts in World War II. And those World War II dates, which are important, are going to be December of 41 um, through December of 46. And it goes through a couple time periods as well as through 46, through uh, continuous service through 47. Uh, the second one is the Korean conflict. Um, that's from June of 50 to the end of January of 55. The next worked uh, time period is the Vietnam era. And this Vietnam period goes from February of 61 and goes through May of 75. Um, there's a couple other little dates that may be inclusive such as the beginning of August 64 and ending of May of 75. Um, and the last one is the Persian Gulf. And the only date they really they talk about is August of 90. Uh, and they say through date of prescribed by the presidential proclamation of war. And so the big question is what monies are allowed for this aid in attendance? So as far as a surviving spouse, um, it's... Uh, being their veteran partner passed on is $1,228 a month Um, for a single veteran. So so he was never married, just a bachelor his whole life or or her life. And that number is $1,911. A married veteran, male, female is $2,266 a month. If both uh, partners are are married, that number is $3,032 a month. So this 8 and ten 10s can help quite a bit. And so they're actually the monthly breakdown if I do it yearly. So that surviving spouse for every year is $14,742 uh, annually. For that single veteran, it's $22,939. And for that married, uh, married veteran, it's twenty-seven thousand. dollars 195 annually and that married couple is $36,387 and so I'm not sure about you but that's a a good chunk of change and all this money is tax-free so I'm not sure about you but I feel very blessed to know that our servicemen and women were not and will not be forgotten our families can literally get paid by the government to ca- take care of our loved ones. And for example, our, if our, one of our child is in high, a high schooler or a college student or a university student or is at home studying or just going through some hard times or struggling to find employment, they can literally get financial benefits by doing something they're already doing, which is taking care of our loved ones. And I know it may not seem a lot or enough to cover all necessary benefits. But with the tax-free money, at least part of the financial burden can now be relieved of our veterans and our families. And our veterans and our families can now change our focus onto other worries in our lives. Um, and I'm just so thankful for these benefits. that has been starting for about 100 years now. Um, thanks for listening to this episode of the Seekers to Sneaker podcast. I'm your host, Tyler Scott, and I'll see you on the next episode. Take care. Bye.